0: Gelder, good day. Hello and welcome to How to Be Concussed. It's a conversation of very limited appeal with me, Timothy Giles. I am experiencing my third concussion and I found them all very lonely experiences. What I've chosen to do this time is to record this conversation for anyone else who is experiencing concussion living with the consequences of them, or perhaps someone, you may not be concussed yourself, but if someone you love and care about is, then boy, you're experiencing concussion too. So in the next couple of minutes, all I want to do is have a chat to you about how to get concussed. Um, Just a very brief background for me. I've had two very significant concussions in my life. They changed my life hugely. I'll talk about that in another conversation. But... This third one, I am now just a week into having got a concussion. This time, bicycle malfunction. (laughs) Uh, Cycling, they say. Cycling, take it up. It's good for you. It's healthy. And, And it is, and I love it. Except, perhaps I wasn't looking after my bike well enough. The seat snapped off, and I went straight over the handlebars, landing on my face. And as a result, here I am experiencing concussion. Thankfully, it's nowhere near as significant as the two previous ones I've had, which were life-changing. In each of those, I'd had a background in media, in conversation, and in facilitation and mental health, and working with people. We had lots of communication. So people I'd worked with, and close friends and relatives, had said to me, hey, you need to tell your concussion story. Problem was, I was too unwell to tell it. This time, I'm well enough. So... If you hear noises in the background, perhaps uh, the neighbour's dog barking. That rarity in COVID of a a plane going overhead. It's because I'm just sitting at my place at home, resting, recovering, and I'm just recording this for a conversation with you. Here's what the conversation is going to cover in the next few minutes. How do you know that you've got a concussion? How do you still be you when you've got that concussion? How to be well with concussion? and how to be better and to keep getting better. I'm going to take a look at what the the symptoms are. Hey, this is not a clinical conversation, by the way. I have no clinical qualifications and possibly to my discredit, I have no clinical interest because like so many people with concussion and and then the resulting brain injury or, or the later diagnosed brain injury, I've had patchy and dissatisfying experiences with a lot of clinicians. So this is purely unscientific unclinical anecdotal conversation with me and you so we'll talk about symptoms and then um in terms of symptoms that we might know and experience ourselves but then those that others will identify and and how important they are i then want to talk about the experience of having an injured brain and, and how to manage that and i'm going to finish on the conversation of you know what you will get well you will get better no matter how bad it feels now, things do and will get better. So how do you know you've got a concussion? Um, here's the kind of symptoms that you might get. Well, first of all, is <laughs> an incident, of trauma, like for me, I've talked about coming off my bike and I woke up the next day with a, a loss of memory from around about, I think somewhere in the vicinity of half an hour before to, to afterwards. I have a couple of windows Into that night, I am aware of being flat on my face on the concrete when I wasn't expecting to be because I was on my bicycle. And I remember looking over and thinking, What's happened? and then seeing my seat lying some distance from the rest of my bicycle and thinking, Ah, that's probably something to do with this. And really, then there's just a, a couple of memories of walking home, but they're just momentary glimpses, really. Then it was the next morning when I woke up. So I consider that a symptom, right? A causative moment for my other ones. They were, one was violence-related, one was sporting. And people have all sorts of, you know, workplace injury, falls, bangs to the head caused in all sorts of ways. So then if you can trace back from that and think, what am I experiencing? I have a stonking great headache right now. And I've been waking each morning of the last week with a headache. And that's after a full night's sleep. And that's after keeping things really quiet. Headaches, huge sign of concussion. The inability to focus ordinarily. I, see, there, there's an example, right? I start the sentence, lost myself midway through. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about focus. I don't think I could actually explain it better than that. Those momentary losses of attention and context where was I what was I doing inability to complete a task I'm actually sitting in remarkable chaos maybe I'll take a photo of this and and put up the the chaos I'm sitting in because I just can't quite complete a task I've got pens out I've got Spectacles out. I've got an asthma inhaler. I've got nail scissors. I've got a little book I was looking at. Uh, I've got some pens I was using. I've got four different bits of paper with different things on. I've got look around the room and there's bags and a jacket and okay, I'm, I'm not necessarily the tidiest man in the world usually, but I'm better than this, you know. I don't live in this sort of chaos. But what happens is, I just lose my focus. My I have an inability to complete the task that I've set myself to. So headaches focus, variable focus, loss of focus. Perhaps related to that then is energy. I just do not have the energy that I normally rely on and have in my life. Another way of looking at energy is is motivation. I, I just don't have the motivation to do what needs to be done, to do what I want to do, to achieve what I want to get achieved. I just don't have it. I'm tired. I'm lacklustre. I feel like I'm disinterested, but I'm not disinterested. I actually have concussion and it gets in the way. My thinking is also not clear. I feel like there's a fog, like a fog or a mist that is between my thought and my next thought, between my thought and the ability to act on that thought, between my intention and my ability to actually do a task. And then confusion. Confusion's a big one for me. I just, it, 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 it's a lot like the lack of focus and what you, you just heard with me of losing my way, mid sentence, losing my way, mid thought. But confusion is a step beyond that. Confusion, I'm sure you've experienced confusion. But when we look at when we've experienced it, it's normally got a really identifiable cause. When when do we get confused? And if, if I think about when I get confused, I'm normally stressed. I've got a whole lot of stuff going on. I've got a bunch of things demanding my time, my attention, wanting them, a whole load of things calling for my focus. And that's confusing. I can be under stress and pressure, have a deadline coming up, having some emotional stress of someone I care about being really unwell, Maybe having to move house. Maybe if, if we've suffered a bereavement, if someone has died, right? I can get confused. We can get com- now. Those sorts of confusion all make sense, right? And concussion though brings confusion just because there's no reason to be confused. I'm sitting here and it's a beautiful, clear morning, and as you you can hear, it's reasonably quiet and calm. And confusion will just arrive out of nowhere. I'm not quite sure what I'm doing. I'm not sure what's going on. I don't know quite what to do. The confusion passes, which is great. If you feel that confusion come up, hey, it's not you. It's not permanent. It's just concussion and it will pass. So one of the great ways to get through concussion, one of the great ways to get through confusion, one of the great ways to get through that loss of focus is to actually realize this is momentary. This is only now it will pass. The bad news is it's going to come back again. But if you're experiencing confusion, this is how you know you've got concussion. Now related into that is memory, momentary forgetfulness. One of the worst things that people have said to me when I've been living with the consequences of brain injury is like, oh, I'm getting forgetful too. It's like, yeah. I've got a couple of mates who live in wheelchairs right would you say to them oh yeah i feel like sitting down a lot too uh no just don't it's a different level of thing but anyway for for you and i are experiencing concussion memory forgetfulness blanks and it's not consistent right it comes and goes at different times it can be episodic we can remember some things with absolute clarity and then some things it's like nah i just don't get that the memory is not there good news many of them can come back right bad news many of them won't or may not each person's journey through a concussion is different but anyway if, if you're experiencing any or a number of these symptoms then that's probably how you know you're experiencing concussion headaches a loss of the ability to hold your focus at the level you normally would I'm not saying you can't focus on anything anytime you can't complete anything absolutely not I did my dishes this morning, yay me. I made a couple of phone calls, canceling some work appointments and got through them. Well done me, right? Did that focus. Mood, I haven't mentioned mood. So if you've got headaches, a loss of focus, low energy, a lack of motivation on your normal drive, you're experiencing confusion and there's some forgetfulness. Yeah, okay. It makes sense that you might have a low mood. That does make sense. But also with concussion, another thing is mood can be really variable. There's a term that the clinicians use, emotional libidity, I think it is, or lividity. I'll have to look that up. We'll do another conversation around that another time. But it's where our emotions are more readily available than they ordinarily might be. I might be a bit more fragile. I might be a bit more tearful. I'm almost certainly, and this is my experience, I get grumpy, grumpy, short tempered. I become a prick, frankly. I really hate that because I don't actually notice that I'm doing it, that I'm being short-tempered, that I am gruff with someone. Because here's where we go. With one of the great ironies, or I think one of the bitter truths of concussion, is that when you're concussed and not well, you're the last person to know, because your brain has to be working quite well to realise it's not working that well. Does that make sense? Probably not. (laughs) Think about it for a moment. If your brain isn't well, it's probably not going to know that it's not well. So one of the worst things about being early in concussion is we don't even know. So I guess if you are living with someone or working alongside or you you, someone you care about is not being themselves, and there's a possibility that was related to a bang on the head, a fall, a whiplash, a car crash, right, then they may well be concussed and they may well not know it and they might be behaving out of character and they don't notice it or not necessarily completely out of character, you know, not being quite themselves. But me, I end up being the worst part of myself, the tired, grumpy, angry jerk of me. And I don't even realise I'm being it. So other people are really, really important in coming to help us recognise that we have concussion for me with my first big brain injury um, which it took me several several years to even be able to function again ordinarily and and work and sustain my life but in the beginning I had no idea how bad I was I was actually sleeping (laughs) three-quarters of the day but when I was awake and alert I thought I was fine and actually a guy who was a very very close friend of mine who had known for many many years Not such close friends now, our friendship really suffered because of my brain injury and my behaviour, my concussion related personality flaws and personality changes. Anyway, that mate, he grabbed me and made me go, took me in to get an assessment of my concussion because I thought I was fine. Turned out I was a long way short of fine. But until he took me in there, I was like, nah, I'm all good. What are you talking about? So other people may well notice. And if you're looking at someone, you know, and you're noticing their behavior and some of those symptoms or that out of character behavior is there, they may not recognize it. If someone comes to you and says you're going through this, hey, trust them. Go with it. If you realize that you're concussed life gets a whole lot better. So for me, a symptom is if others are kind of suggesting to you that something's not quite there. That's a symptom of concussion, right? You may not have the other symptoms. You may not notice them. But if someone else is telling you, hey, you're not quite yourself, maybe. Let's get this checked out. Then that is probably for me the single most important symptom. Go get yourself checked out. The injured brain loses self-awareness and self-insight. You have to be quite well to realise you're not well. almost finished what i wanted to leave you with in this conversation is you will get better all of these symptoms calm and go one of the great things about concussion and especially if you end up living with it long term as i do you end up being part of a club that none of us signed up for but it's a club full of some pretty fantastic people actually and i've got friends of mine who live with brain injury And many of them, it was far more severe than the concussions that I got. And yet they had this huge, full and rich life. Others of us, comparatively, less significant impacts to the brain and concussive injury and long, long long-term consequences. But here's what I've noticed from myself and from the many friends I'm really lucky to have got to know over the years of of living with concussion and, and, and ultimately what I now understand to be brain injury. You will get well. It will get better. It will get easier. And I hope that this conversation with you is a part of that. If you're someone living around with someone with concussion or brain injury, I also hope that you can see that too. We don't mean to be the worst part of ourselves and bring that to you. We're just not. We're just not well. But you will get well. And there's ways to get well. I was reading last night and I came across this quote, which I read up on the wall to share with you. I really like it. And I found it quite hopeful. When you learn how to suffer, you suffer much less. When you learn how to suffer, you suffer much less. Now oh, that's um, some Buddhist monk whose name I can't pronounce and I apologize for that, but I love that. And what it means to me is I know I'm, this headache's getting worse as I talk to you and I'm gonna need to rest for a while. I'm gonna need to turn down some stimulus. But I know that, and I've learnt that, so I'm going to suffer less. I know I'm going to wake up after a necklace afternoon, which I'll have because I'm tired. I know I'm going to wake up with a headache still, but I know that, and it actually makes it easier. I suffer less. I know I'm going to get confused for no reason, but because I know that, the confusion doesn't overwhelm me, doesn't make me angry, doesn't make me upset. I'm able to go, I recognise this. This is confusion from concussion. This will go. So knowing how to suffer helps us suffer less. I really hope that some of this conversation is of use to you. After my rest, I'm going to uh, record a conversation. (laughs) Maybe it'll be today. Maybe it'll be in a couple of days. Because here's the other thing about being concussed, right? Old timetables and other people's timetables, they don't apply. Rest does. The next conversation I'm going to have is about... How to manage your symptoms, how to be well. And I guess having discovered that quote, it's probably going to be as appealing a conversation as this one, being, you know, how to be concussed. Well, who wants to then? No, no one wants to be that. But if we are, here's the conversation. Maybe that one is how to suffer and suffer a bit less in the concussion context. I'm Timothy Giles. I hope this conversation has been useful to you. You will get better and easier. And you're still you. Thanks for the chat.